And welcome back to another edition of It's Raining Mets. I'm CBS 21 meteorologist Steve Knight. And wow, what a wild weather ride it has been this week. I feel like every time I sit down with you guys to do the podcast and we talk about, you know, the week that was, it always seems like there was something that was eventful, fairly significant. At least there has been certainly over the course of the last six weeks or so. And of course, this week, you know, we started out Sunday morning. We woke up to a blanket of some really light snow. Now, it uh, kind of depends on where you live, but, you know, folks in uh, Lancaster County, in a lot of areas, eastern Lancaster County, uh, we had snow to- totals in the three to five inch range. Meanwhile, for most, you know, it was an inch or two. And officially at HIA, it went down as a two inch snowfall. So, kind of dependent on location. Meanwhile, you got further over toward Franklin County, western Cumberland County, and you folks only got uh, a bit of a dusting. So, that's how our week started on Sunday morning. And uh, you may recall that uh, last Saturday was really warm. That was a strong cold front that came through. It was a big game changer. We had several days earlier this week where we had wind chills that were down into the single digits. And then we did a complete 180 out ahead of the big cold front that came through. So, you know, Thursday we had high temperatures spiking well into the 60s. What's amazing, and you guys know that we dropped this podcast on Fridays at noon. So I'm recording this here on Friday morning. And just an amazing temperature drop, something that even with all my years of doing this, we just don't see all that often. Four o'clock this morning, it was 64 degrees with thunderstorms in and around the capital region. But officially at HIA, it was 64 degrees. And now by the time I'm recording this, just several hours later, it is all the way down to 38 degrees and dropping like a rock. And I think uh, through the afternoon, along with some winds, uh, we are going to see uh, the wind chills back down into the 20s, back down into the teens. A cold night is in store as temperatures will be dropping back down into the 20s. But, yeah, it was pretty amazing because even during the span of time that I was on the air this morning, in the three-hour time stretch, most spots saw a temperature drop between 15 to 20 degrees. And consider this, folks. You know, normally our coldest time of the year, our coldest time of the day, I should say, is right before daybreak, okay? That is uh, normally when we're at our coldest, stands to reason, right? That's the longest we've gone without any sunshine. So right before sunrise is usually our coldest time of the day. Usually our temperatures peak around 3, 4 o'clock in the afternoon, right? And the heating of the day during mid-afternoon stands to reason, right? Well, it's always very unusual when you have a day where your high temperature for the day is at 4 o'clock in the morning, and then temperatures are a good 30 degrees colder by 4 o'clock in the afternoon. So just kind of defies weather logic, and uh, it's one of those things that always keeps us on our toes and keeps us interested here as we continue to track weather. So, you know, the big question is, all right, now that it's cold again, what's next? Well, it's a good thing that uh, you got yourself used to this wild temperature roller coaster ride this week because we're going to do more of that here heading into uh, the brand new week, and then President's Day weekend, of course, we have had some legendary snowstorms here in central Pennsylvania over President's Day weekend, which stands to reason, as it always falls, uh, basically give or take in mid-February, and February is our snowiest month here in central Pennsylvania. Well, this weekend, I do think we could see some snow. We've got an Arctic front that's going to be coming through on Saturday midday, and uh, that could produce some snow showers or even a quick snow burst. There are some concerns north and west of here that there could actually be a few snow squalls thanks to some strong gusty winds that are also going to be kicking up. So we'll be keeping an eye on that for your Saturday. It is going to remain breezy, windy on Saturday, high temperatures around 40. Uh, Thankfully, the winds finally died down on Sunday with highs 
uh, getting into the low 40s, and then another warm-up is going to be coming our way. President's Day, mid-50s. It looks like mid-50s on Tuesday, but with some rain. Wednesday also looks really mild before our latest cold front comes through, and then toward the back half of the week, already watching a system that I think could arrive Thursday night, Friday. It's going to be all about the timing, but it could have some cold air on the backside if I had to take a a guess right now, a stab seven days out, I would call this one more of a, a wintry mix type storm. So stay tuned because that's one we're going to be watching next week for the back half of next week that we could actually have some more wintry weather, possibly some snow. I'm thinking more along the lines of a wintry mix with marginal temperatures. So we could be talking about sleet, ice, freezing rain, that type of thing. Look, we got a long way to go with winter. Uh, some wild temperature swings, though, here. Over the course of the next couple of weeks, we're going to go up and down and just kind of ride that wild uh, weather roller coaster. So if you were watching it all this week on CBS 21 News this morning, we introduced a brand new member of our team, and uh, he is going to be holding down uh, not only updates from what we like to call the alert center and breaking news that's happening overnight or even during the show, but also keeping a watchful eye on the uh, traffic conditions for you. We're pleased to welcome him in, and I thought this would be a good opportunity to give him a chance to get to know all you folks that uh, listen to the podcast each and every week. But say hello to Luke Birdsall. Luke, how hey. you doing? Hey, uh, you know, I'm doing okay. It's, it's you know, my third official day done being on the show. Right. A lot of fun this week. Yeah, so tell us a little bit about yourself. I mean, I, I know a, a little bit about this, but this is actually a good opportunity for me. You know, it's you know, we, we get going here during the week and it's like we're so busy and we're just we're getting the show on the air, then we're on the air. I've learned some things, picked up some things here and there, but this will actually be a good opportunity for me as well to learn uh, a bit more about you. But yeah. you're from Pennsylvania. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I am actually proudly Pennsylvania. You okay. know, that's our, yeah, our slogan you go. here. Yeah. And I've always been that way, you know. Yeah. I, Growing up, I just I loved being a Pennsylvanian. Right, uh, I found it really cool that Philadelphia was so close. Yeah, I just felt like the luckiest kid in the world because right. you know you got the Jersey Shore. Yeah, an hour and a half away. You sure. got New York City two hours away. Yeah, it's like the coolest place to grow up. Right. So uh, where'd you go to school? So I went. I'm, I'm from Delaware County. So yeah. I went to high school at Pencrest. If anybody listening knows that, and then I went to uh, Penn State Brandywine, which is a branch campus sure. of Penn State. I uh, decided it, that wasn't for me. Okay. Uh, transferred into Temple, so mm. I completed my bachelor's degree at Temple University. So you were you were downtown at Temple is where you completed your yes. yeah North Philly yeah North Philly yeah and you know what I was there when the Eagles won the Super Bowl too oh wow so that, that was the semester I was graduating oh so I just remember it all happening and wow fireworks being shot yeah up. to have been in college and a yeah. senior when the Eagles won the Super Bowl and actually be attending Temple. I'm sure you've got some stories. Oh, I got plenty of stories. Yeah. Probably none for this None podcast. that we could actually <laughs> talk about on the family-friendly podcast. But, uh, wow, that's really cool. So uh, I'll assume then that you're an Eagles fan. Huge Eagles fan. Huge yeah. Eagles fan. Okay. Well, you know, this is a weather podcast. So um, uh, kind of throwing things together here. I'm, uh, you were born like mid-90s then? Yeah, 1995. I okay. know I'm, I'm a little bit on the younger side. Yeah. So uh, you may probably really remember the infamous uh, Eagles-Lions snowball of 2013. I mean, who could forget? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what do you remember about that game, about that? Were you in high school at that point in time? Uh, or I, no, were you younger than that yet, I no, guess? No, no, I was I was in high school okay. at that point. I was almost done with high school. Yeah. Uh, I believe 
that was the season LaShawn McCoy was. Uh, Sounds right. Yeah. 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 Time. Yeah. I think he had a really good game. So actually back yeah. then, yeah. he, LaShawn McCoy lived right around the corner from me. Okay. Well, you know, so. he's from Harrisburg, right? I did not know that. Oh, wow. He's from okay. Harrisburg? Yes. LaShawn McCoy is from Harrisburg. Went to Bishop McDevitt High School. Whoa. Yes. That's awesome. Yeah. No, he's he is a, uh, obviously, Micah Parsons is getting a lot of the headlines now as the yeah. latest Harrisburg football hero. But Harrisburg has a, a long history of producing uh, big time. Ricky Waters is from Harrisburg Whoa. and went to Bishop McDevitt High School. Uh, but yeah, LaShawn McCoy uh, graduated from Bishop McDevitt and uh, is from uh, is from Harrisburg. But anyway, I recall him having a really good game that day. But pick up your story. He, he was having a great, great yeah. game, and I knew he was going to have one. I just yeah. I followed him that whole season. Yeah, and I believe it was the same game that my dad came home one day. And he said, "Hey, you know, my boss gave me these tickets to the Eagles game." It might snow, but do you want to go? I said, Dad, it is snowing. There's not a chance you can yeah. catch me in those stands. Yeah. You know, Lincoln Financial, it's all open. Right. So I'd be covered in a foot of snow. No yeah. thanks. Yeah. My older brother went, and they told me they had the most miserable time. Yeah. So I'm, I'm really happy I didn't go. But at the same time, I What's well, really interesting about um, that snowstorm is that it was one that uh, it was looking like it, it would potentially miss Philadelphia or perhaps be a close call, that type of thing. But what was so interesting about that game, and as you know, we've got so many Eagles fans here, you know, in the Harrisburg region and uh, throughout our area, throughout central Pennsylvania, not a flake here. Not one. Wow. Not one. It literally, like, you know, and it was all but a blizzard in Philadelphia. Mm -hmm. And that game is so so infamous and famous now as the blizzard game uh, against the Lions. And literally, once you basically got, I would say, uh, probably not too far – uh, west of like the Blue Route, not west of King of Prussia. Like that was like the snow cutoff line, and it just wow. so happened that Philadelphia and, and almost more specifically Lincoln Financial Field wound up being like the bullseye. <laughs> I remember looking at snow totals maps from that, and it was really like literally like center city Philadelphia, you know, like foot of snow, mm-hmm. and then areas outside of that bullseye quickly didn't see nearly as much. It was literally like one snow band that just wrung itself out. Wow. It was pretty fascinating, actually, because I know so many fans of the Eagles were watching the game from here, and you would think that much snow, that you know, that crazy of, of a weather game in Philadelphia, you would think at least somebody here would have something yeah, falling from the you, sky. You would almost expect yeah, it. Yeah, you would yeah. almost expect it. Yeah, but it was one of those weird storms where the snow cutoff was very, very sharp yeah. and uh, not too far uh, to, the, uh, to the west from Philadelphia. So 2012, uh, throw out another uh, weather significant uh, event. What do you remember from your area about uh, Hurricane Sandy? So I, I do remember Hurricane Sandy very well. I'm trying to think. I, I was doing some some sort of volunteer yeah, work. Right. Uh, you know, I think I had to get credit for school or something. Yeah, right. And I was signed up to do this credit. Right. Um, where, you know, I was picking up trash. Probably for the Honor Society, right? That's what I'm guessing. Of course. Of course yeah, the was. Honors. Yes. I was yeah. such a smart child. Yeah, right, right. Uh, so so I, I all I remember is, you know, they loaded us up on this bus, and I just didn't, you know, I didn't want to do it. Yeah. Because it's, I mean, who wants to spend their Saturday doing that? Not, you know? not at that age. No, yeah, yeah. no. But, you know, it's obviously good to get. It was, right, it was a right, school right. Um, But then they came over the phones, and they said, oh, my gosh, guys, you know what? We're going to send you all home. You know, oh, you get a full day's credit nice. for this. So, okay. you know, my whole credit was filled yeah. thanks to Hurricane Sandy. I think I am the only person on earth that's thankful Hurricane yeah. Sandy came right. in in that right. case. Right. But no, otherwise, you know, everywhere I go down the shore wasn't 
affected because right. right. I think it was north of Atlantic it City was, that it yeah. really flooded. It was flooded. more northern Jersey. Northern Jersey basically took the brunt yeah. uh, of that, and then right. some areas like along Long Island, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. But it was definitely more of a of a, uh, a northern uh, New Jersey type of uh, storm. Well, so you graduate from Temple, and what? What first of all, what was your major? So um, I I always say I accidentally stumbled backwards into the job I have now. It's okay. It's a podcast. You can say you fell ass backwards into it. Yeah, I fell ass backwards okay, into the job I have. fell ass backwards into it, yeah. Um, because I really, I went to school to be a cinematographer. I okay. wanted to direct movies. Oh, and interesting. And I just thought that was so cool. Right. So I was talking to one of my buddies, and I said, you know, I, I just need more hands-on experience with cameras. Do you have any recommendations? And she said, you know what? you could join this club that follows all the sports teams and you know, okay. you'll be able to film it. Right. So uh, the second I join, I think it's my second week, ESPN's coming to town and they're doing a special because Temple was playing some sort of televised game and they needed a little package in the middle. Okay. So they selected me to do it okay. and to be the reporter on it. I right. said, I've never done this before, but right. you know, long story short, How I ended up How hard could it be? Yeah, right. Yeah. But long story short, I ended up on ESPNU a couple times okay. and I said, hmm, yeah. Maybe I could do this for work. Yeah, I just threw out random applications, you know, right. and, and I and I got a job down yeah. in Louisiana. Yeah, so you just got the bug. Yeah, and decided you know maybe this is something I would like. So, what was your first job in Louisiana, and where? Uh, it was in Lake Charles, Louisiana. Okay. Uh, if you remember, twenty twenty, uh, Hurricane Laura. Yes, that's exactly where it hit. Okay, where I was. Wow. Uh, it actually destroyed the news station I was working at. Wow. Um, but. Yeah, I got that job because I applied to be a reporter there, you know, not really knowing anything about the business. Yeah. And they called me back a couple of days later and they said, you know what? You, you got the job, but do you want to be our anchor too for our six o'clock news? And I said, oh, sh- wow. uh, sure. Okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, you know, I just kind of by chance, right place, yeah, right time. Absolutely. Uh, so that's how I became a news anchor. Yeah. Yeah. That is, that's an insane story. Yeah, that, I mean, I thought some of my stories were good in terms of my career and and how you know the turns and the twists. Right. But that is, you know, on a whim, you just uh, apply. Yeah. <laughs> All by accident. Really. Yeah. And you're thinking, <laughs> hey, you know what? I'll, you know, I'm I'm out of college, and you know, I'll 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 take what whatever is offered to me within reason, right? Yeah. You know, ten dollars an hour to scrub the toilets with a toothbrush. <laughs> I might not move to Louisiana for sure. that, but. Sure. Within reason, and they, uh, <laughs> do you mind being the six o'clock anchor? <laughs> yeah. Oh man! Yeah, it's like, oh, that's a lot of pressure. So, what know? was that like? I mean, you know, so you get there, and then you're you're thrown into the the anchor chair. I yeah. guess it's like the old adage of, you know, you, you you take the kid out to the the deepest part of the of the pond, and you throw him in, and yeah, sink or swim. swim. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And and that's I just remember the moment they offered it to me. I thought back to you know grade school whenever they would do the popcorn reading, yeah. and I. I, I never really liked attention on me like that. Yeah. So I would always clam up and freeze up yeah. and I wouldn't be able to read out loud. Mm. So I, with that thought in my mind, I said, sure, I'll do it. You know? Yeah. So yeah. that took me about six months to get over my, my anxiety of it. Right. And now, I mean, you saw me this week. I just kind of like, yeah, you know, it, right. it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You, once, once you, you know, you, once you get over that, that it, the, almost the crippling anxiety yeah. of, you know, well, you know, Hey, uh, I can still remember uh, what it was like. You know, I started in radio, but I can still remember the first time, you know, like, you know, when I was first like going on the air and like yeah. turning on the microphone and going like, oh, what I'm about to say <laughs> is going to be broadcast, you know, broadcast <laughs> right. out there. And, you know, and you're just, 
it's terrifying at it first. Is. But, it is. It's weird. But you want to do it, so you just put that fear in the back of your mind and you just say, hey, man, yeah. let's go for it. And, and the only thing that got me through it was my meteorologist was, you know, a friend of mine. I'm actually going to his wedding in April. Okay. Um, but he came up to me my first day and he said, man, you're nervous. I could tell just pretend that nobody's watching. Yeah. So that's what I do every single day. Right. Uh, I'm, right now I'm pretending that none of no, you that are listening right, to this right, are right, actually listening. Yeah, I yeah. still currently use yeah. that method. That's yeah. not a bad, not a bad <laughs> method to use. So uh, from there it was on to where? Uh, so from there I, uh, I just put my reel on YouTube one day. I was, you know, more than halfway through my contract. Yeah. And sure enough, the next morning I get a job offer in Peoria, Illinois. Okay. Uh, so, you know, the Midwest. Right. And it was, it was one of those offers I couldn't really refuse. Sure. So I, I transferred uh, over to Peoria and I was the uh, morning anchor on their number one rated right. you know, morning news show for two right. and a half hours. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Some wicked winners in Peoria. It was, yeah. you know what though, when I was there and, and this is the story of my, my weather in my career. Yeah. Moving to Louisiana for two years, I dodged a bullet two summers in a row. I, I didn't really deal with any hurricanes. Right. The second I leave, they get hit with Hurricane Laura. Right. <clears throat> Wipes I, out the whole station. Yeah. 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 Oh, right. right. I was like, wow, Floods that could have been me. Yeah. And then I get to Illinois and no tornadoes, no nothing. Yeah. I was, I was safe. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I got lucky. You did get lucky because uh, that, uh, that can be uh, a wicked area of the country for, for weather, and particularly, as you know, winter weather. Right. Well, yeah. they, I think in 2013 in Washington, Illinois, they had one of the state's largest tornadoes just tear yeah. through, right. I want to say, 15 miles. Yeah. Just horrifying. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, one thing you and I had talked about was, you know, you being from Pennsylvania, you know, uh, this, this wintry weather not a big shock to your system. No. Right? You know, this, and especially yeah. after being in Peoria, you know, not a big, not a big shock to the system whatsoever. Yeah. I'm very tempered with yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, mom and dad still live. Mom and dad still live, uh, down in Delaware County. Okay. Um, so my dad lives in Drexel Hill. Okay. Where the, do you remember a couple of weeks ago, a helicopter went down? Yes. That's right. I know where Drexel my, Hill is. Yeah, that's in my yeah, dad's sure. neighborhood. Okay, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, and then my mom's in Newtown Square. Okay, um, so still in that area for sure. Yes. Um, and you told me you're one of five. One of five. All yeah, right. The you're in oldest. the middle or second oldest. Yes. Well, I guess you can't be in the middle if you're yeah. one of five. Yeah, it's well, an I odd number. Technically, yeah, I'm, I'm inside yeah. the middle. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so, how many brothers? How many sisters? Uh, it's three boys, two girls in that order. Okay. So. How old's the oldest? The oldest is, he's actually turning 28 on the 28th. Okay. All right. And yeah. the youngest? The youngest is, she's now 17. Oh, still in high school. Yeah. And she's, yeah. she's going through that, you know, attitude phase where, yeah. you know, I'm right, you're wrong type of oh, thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, hey, yeah. Hey, can you do yeah. something for me? No, do it yourself. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, you know, tell me what uh, you're excited about in terms of, you know, for those that don't know, uh, you know, Luke uh, being on the, on the morning show with us, he's handling... You know, breaking news out of the Alert Center, um, and then also keeping an eye on the roads. But you know, now that you're here in Harrisburg, and I'm, I'm throwing this at you, you've really only been here like two weeks. But yeah. you know, what are you what are you excited about in terms of uh, you know being here at the station and, and being in the area? Um, you know, I, I I always say this wherever I go, I'm I'm a big fan of skylines and the way I look at the city. Mm-hmm. I promise this will make sense, but. You know, when I went to Lake Charles, I looked at the skyline and I was kind of like, eh, it doesn't seem like it's that alive of a city. Yeah. When I got to Peoria, I was like, wow, that's a really cool looking skyline. Right. It yeah. almost looks like a real city. Yeah. 
the sec the first time I ever drove into Harrisburg, yeah. which is actually recent. I, I feel really bad because I'm from here. Yeah. This is my first time being here. Well, <laughs> if you didn't have a reason to come here from where you were at, I mean, yeah. you know, a lot of people from, from your area don't really have much of a reason. They might drive around Harrisburg on the sure. turnpike. Uh, and I've done on, that. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. unless you have a reason to actually, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I no, I get it. But so the first time you, so, you actually drove here. Well, the yeah. first time driving in, um, I just said, wow, this city is alive. Yeah. And I just... I, I felt my my saw. I just wanted to be a part of it. Yeah. Because I'm I'm a big fan of you know I, I'm a very extroverted person. Yeah. So I'll I'll I will take myself out on a date. You know, yeah, and I'll, right. I'll just go out to like a local restaurant. You know, table for one. Yeah. You know, I right, just I yeah. love immersing myself in whatever situation I find myself yeah. in. So I'm actually probably going to end up doing that tonight. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that, that's really uh, honestly, it's uh, oftentimes the only real good way to kind of get a, a pulse or a vibe right. uh, on the city or the town is just, you know, you got to, even if you're by yourself, which I, I know you've already divulged, uh, there's a significant, a girlfriend. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. But she's from back in Illinois. Yeah. She's, she's from back in Chicago right now. So yeah. 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 So she was visiting, but she got. <laughs> well, that's, we were talking about that yeah. this morning. Yeah. She came in to. Uh, oh, you know, it's always blame the weatherman. I, I know. know. Yeah. yeah I know, of course. I know. It's all yeah. Steve's fault. <laughs> yeah. But she came in this past weekend, uh, you know, just to visit and see how things are going, help me set up, you know, my new apartment. And. You know, of course, I take her to Harrisburg Airport last night, dropped her off, and I yeah. went all the way home. Yeah. And she calls and says, every flight is canceled because yeah. the Midwest is just getting right. destroyed right now with yeah. that snow. With that snow. I had to go yeah. all the way back and pick her up, oh. you know, wait at the airport. Well, it was... it's a good thing she wasn't flying out of Baltimore or Philadelphia, and you didn't get all Thank the way home. Yeah. Right, yeah. yeah, so at least you only had to. And you're living in the city, correct? I, I'm actually right downtown, yeah. Okay. Because I'm, you know, if I'm going to be there, I may as yeah. well immerse myself 100%. Yeah. 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 So. yeah. Well, if, if you decide you like it and, you know, um, who knows? Who knows? Yeah. I mean, you're, you're close to home, you know, so. I like it thus far. Who knows? Yeah. And, me and, and my dog, we're, we're having a great time down there. Tell me about the dog. Uh, I got him almost exactly a year ago. Okay. He was, so he was born in January of 21. Right. And I, you know, fully adopted him in March. Okay. So I got him as a puppy and I've just had him ever since. Uh, he is attached to the hip. That's awesome. So he is yeah. the sweetest little thing. He's um, a Cocker Spaniel, um, Poodle, and Cavalier King Charles mix. Right. Uh, he's got the perfect amount of all three. There you go. Yeah. You and I talked, and, and I'm a big dog person, too. My wife and I have two dogs, and um, you know, I've, I've always uh, teased Candace because she doesn't have a dog, never yeah, really had that? a dog. Um, she is not anti-dog. She's very – and I, I know that about her because you know, she's not anti-dog. I really do think what it comes down to, her thing is Candace likes things to be orderly and neat. Right. And yeah. it's the I, that's always her biggest thing. Like, <laughs> there's going to be dog hair everywhere. I did it. And look, I get it. That's yeah. the way some people are. My parents, sure. I, I didn't have a dog growing up. You know, my, my mm. parents, you know, they were not dog people. Yeah. You know, didn't really. My mom, my mom's still wary around my, like, not everybody's a dog person. Right. But uh, one of my goals, and Candace told me that uh, her husband is a dog person. So one of my goals is to, gradually just kind of like whittle away at her right to the point of where she just throws her hands up and to maybe get me to shut up or maybe to get her husband to shut up she actually gets a dog 
She so. did just mention a uh, golden doodle because yes. they don't really shed. They don't as really much. shed. But now, I mean, every dog sheds, right. you know, just to different degrees. Right. But I mean, I've always had a dog in yeah. the house when I was a when I was a kid because yeah. I think it's it's probably my dad who's kind of allergic. Okay. Um. So we had to get a dog that was, I believe, the word is hypoallergenic. You got it. Yeah. And. So this is a little inside baseball, and I know we're we're on a weather podcast, so no, it's all good. Keep this yeah, one brief. Yeah. But both of my parents, fun fact, are funeral directors. Okay. So essentially, my mom went to you know do business at someone's house. Let's just okay. say, yeah, I understand. And uh, the the man's family had he he apparently had ten cats and oh, one dog. Right. And my mom always wanted a dog, but couldn't get my dad to do it. This is right. kind of like Candace. Yeah. And her husband's situation. Right, right, right. So my mom just did it, and yeah. she adopted the dog yeah. and brought him home one day. And ever since then, I've always had a dog in the house. Okay. So I remember in that we had this snowstorm in 2008 or 9 or maybe yeah. even 10, mm-hmm. where I think it snowed a foot or two. Mm-hmm. And I built an igloo in the front oh, yard. There you go. Yeah. But I had little Yorkies at the time. Okay. Gotcha. So uh, I, I just kind of brought them out with me, and they yeah. sunk. They <laughs> sunk. <laughs> I lost them in the front yard. So yeah, that was a... Uh, well, I, I just love having. Dogs. I'm going to need your help to work on Candace to see if we can't get her to oh, uh, yeah. to uh, to uh, get a dog. Um, so aside from the Eagles, uh, are we a Phillies fan? You know, I mean, just I guess by design. You know, okay, as, a, yeah. as a Philly guy, right? Yeah, but yeah. you're not like a diehard. Yeah, I mean, I was. You yeah. know, when they're playing great, yeah, um, of right. course. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, other than Bryce Harper, they've been pretty boring lately. Yeah, uh, that's right, exactly. Yeah, they, they have been. There's been, just nothing really to it. They've been tremendously yeah. mediocre. Well, we'll have to see. But, you know, I yeah. uh, I try to get to a couple of games a year, and uh, you and I'll have to have to go to a game. Oh, and, I love that. Yeah, yeah. Hang out. That and the Sixers. Yeah. Now I'm a Sixers and Flyers guy too. Yes, right. But you know, Flyers are just so hard to follow sometimes. They're brutal so this year. I, I don't mean, understand. Awful. I really. This year. I, and it, this is just my personal opinion. Yeah. Let's just revamp everything. Yeah, they need I mean, to blow it up and start sleep. over. I actually, for a while, I had my profile picture on my Facebook page. Uh, it was a, a picture that somebody had used. Um, Is this the picture of you in long hair and a flyer no, jersey? No, 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 <laughs> no. Somebody had photoshopped a photo of Gritty, their mascot, with, like a, right. pa- with a paper bag over his head. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah. But the Sixers are doing well. I've got a they Sixers are. flag flying out in front of my house. How about James Harden? Uh, yeah. So th- yeah, hopefully he makes his debut here soon. Yeah. And I know Sixers fans are pumped. It's funny. I think the Flyers are getting a little bit of a free pass for being so awful because people in Philadelphia, it has become such a Sixers town. Right. You know, they're right. so focused on the Sixers. And it's they're like, in the same cares? exact building. Yeah, so, it's you like, know. you know, it's like, you know, absolutely, who cares? Oof. All right, man. Well, listen, I, I've appreciated getting to know you yeah. uh, a little bit more. I picked up some fun facts here uh, along the way. Um, you know, three days in and, uh, okay, well, I'll let you in on a little bit of inside baseball. You left the studio this morning and Candace and I were still in the studio and, we were talking about you behind uh, your back. Oh my gosh! Yes, <laughs> uh, but we were just saying how you know you you fit right in. You're doing a great job. Uh, wow! Yeah, Thank we're you. we're excited to have you on board. I mean, you you took to it right away, and um, you've just messed with the you know. Look, you've done this for a while now, and you know I have too. And you know, obviously, you're not. The first person that, you know, somebody said to me, okay, well, you're going to have a new person you're working with. And, you know, and, and here's that person. Most of the time, you know, it, it, it works out well, you know, sure. I, you know, and I had this conversation with Candace when she started, you know, it's like, but you, you never know. 
Yeah. And, and every once in a while, you, you know, somebody and you're like, oh boy. Yeah. I mean, sometimes personalities don't always mesh. Yeah. And that, you know, that's just human nature. Yeah. But... And you spend so much time with, that's oh, the I thing know. that people don't right. realize is that yeah. you spend so much time uh, with that person. Um, right. So you know, it has to be the right fit. If Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? And if it's not, you're just faking it. You know what yeah. I mean? So. Uh, and I, I yeah. usually keep it real 100% yeah, of the yeah, time. Yeah. You know? Well, that's the way Candace is. And that's yeah. why I am too. Look, we're, we're all, we're all to a degree. Am I entirely the exact same person I am on the air that I am on like Saturday afternoon all the time when I'm being a slob and whatever? No. You know what I mean? Like to a degree, there's always that little bit of sure. little nugget of you got to be professional and whatever. Like, yeah. But, you know, I call it playing anchor. There are, there, are, there are people that, you know, I see on TV and I know because they're talking like this and, you know, whatever. I, you I, can that, tell that, you know, <laughs> hey, I'm that. on television now, so this is the way I'm going to talk. You know I, what I mean? You know, ever so. since I started in this yeah. business, I always made fun of that because yeah. I call it the news voice. Yeah, and, right, exactly. Even even before I ever did news, yeah. I would always make fun of my local Philly Yeah, uh, right, the Philly accent, yeah. You know, the CBS 3, yeah. Eyewitness News. Eyewitness News, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Best thing to do is just, you know, as much as you can. Just be yourself. You know, without, yeah. you know, like swearing and, and, you know, really being yourself. Well, that's, and, yeah. that's always safe for sound. Yeah. Yeah, right, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or if I'm watching the Eagles on yeah. Sunday. Best thing you can do is just uh, be yourself. Well, we're excited to have you, man. Yeah, and, yeah well, thank you. Um, you I know, appreciate you guys onwards, saying nice things. Onwards and upwards uh, from here, of course, you'll be able to catch Luke and his work uh, each and every weekday morning from 5 a.m. till 7 a.m. And I think we'll probably see you pop up in some other newscasts as well, doing some reporting from time to time. But uh, we're excited to have you on board. and. Thanks for giving me some time on the podcast of here course. this week. Yeah, I would love to do this again. Okay, this well, we'll, we'll do that again uh, sometime down the road. In the meantime, uh, be ready for another wild temperature ride here, folks. Like I mentioned, uh, even possibly a few flurries or a snowburst on your Saturday. Finally, the winds die down on Sunday and then really warm for you. If you're lucky enough, one of those folks that gets to be off on President's Day, enjoy, 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 because it's going to be a bit spring-like with sunshine and temperatures into the mid-50s. So have a great weekend, everybody, and thanks once again for tuning in to another edition of It's Raining Mets.